Hello, my BMX nerd friends. Welcome back to another episode of Canode Knows, brought to you by Dig BMX. This week on the show, I have bronchitis, <laughs> but I recorded an episode with Chris Kyle before I got bronchitis, and uh, it's dope. Chris's, Chris's life is a movie, um, from living at the skate park to being in the sky riding a skate park with, hung by a hot air balloon and everything that went into that, and his BMX life, mountain bike life, and everything off the bike bikes as well. We covered it all, so Chris, it was really nice talking to you. Thanks for coming on. Before we get into it, go to rarlife.com and use promo code CANODE on getting yourself some superfood powder and get healthy. Make sure you like and subscribe, share the show with a friend, and uh, without further ado, here's Chris Kyle. Hi, Chris Kyle. How you doing, Bobby? All right? I'm doing all right. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Cheers for having me on. It's my pleasure, dude. It's my honor. Um, this accent, I couldn't couldn't miss it, dude. <laughs> it's, so, it's so crazy hearing your voice because... I, you know, talked to you when you were here in Arizona. How long ago was that? 10 years? Yeah, probably longer than that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's trippy to think about. Tony Maloof had a house out here, and then uh, it was a BSD trip. I remember, like, just little bits of it. Like, I remember Dave Sowerby telling me, or teaching me, for the first time in my life, that red wine doesn't go in the fridge. I, I, had, <laughs> I had put the red wine in the fridge, and Dave looked at me like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> As a no-go. Stay in touch with uh, Dave? Yeah, I've actually just finished filming a new BSD video. Um, that'll be, it's like, it's in, in the skate park that I used to live in, in Unit 23. So nice. So just finished that off and that'll be out, I think, next month. I was going to try and get it out this month, but I think it'll be next month now. Sick. So June. Yeah. June, we got a Chris Kyle BSD video dropping. That's sick. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, cause it's been a while since I've done one because like lockdown happened and then wasn't going on trips and then I got a dog and then just fucking yeah life just took over but it but it was nice you know it was nice but now I feel like I can get back to reality and actually fucking the, the buzz is there you know what I mean and get back and start smashing it hell yeah how old are you now uh turned 31 in March wow in March. look at us dude we're the older generation now that's crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so trippy well oh, you said uh life got busy what what's what is life like for you like what's a average day in the life for mr chris um, kyle fuck it depends it depends what i'm doing but yeah majority if i'm home it's just uh i wake up at like 5 30 in the morning uh get a coffee in bed straight out with my dogs i got three labradors so they need a, a lot a lot of working out yeah so i take it out come back smash out some emails do a bit of the boring stuff and then from there if i'm either gonna ride mountain bikes or bmx then i'll either go to the skate park or go street or go to the hills and take the dogs and then out there for hours, come back in the afternoon and usually go on my walk bike or go for a run or go for another dog walk. Um, and then, yeah, either go out with the boys if it's a Saturday or something like that and take they've all got dogs and stuff and wives now. So, yeah, just either go out with them, have some drinks and stuff or sit in the house and drink a couple of bottles of red wine with the, with the messy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> not a bad yeah. life you got going for yourself dude how did this come about like because this isn't what your life was like when you were in arizona and i met you you were Definitely. probably still living at that skate park right yeah honestly like i fucking can't believe that it's worked out the way it did and i'm so thankful for it like but it was fucking when i think back to it, i left home when i was 14 years old you know i'm from a small town um in the southwest of scotland called stranraer and there's nothing there it was like the shittest little skate park ever and um I, I used to first get into BMX from my older brother um, and he was like four years older than me. 
And uh, when I was 10 years old, I used to, go, my mom and dad would take me out to the skate park to watch my brother ride and his friends. And it looked as if they were having so much fun. So I wanted to, to be part of that. And then um, that's how I kind of got into BMX from my 10th birthday. I begged mom and dad for the BMX and I got it on my 11th birthday. Um, anyway, I got it and I was just hooked on it. But, uh, but unfortunately, they were all older and then they all quit riding. So I didn't really have any friends in the town. And it was just like small town. Even the friend, my mates that were my age, they weren't into riding really or anything like that. So it sucked. So then I started taking it into my own hands when I was like 12. And I'd get a jump on the train at the weekend and it would take me three and a half hours to go to Unit 23 Skate Park in Dumbarton. As a 12-year-old, you're hopping on a train and going three hours? Yeah, to, yeah. That's amazing, dude. Three and a half hours. Yeah. And it was scary because I'd never even been in like a big city before and I had to go through Glasgow City Centre to get another train. Then go on the underground, there was junkies everywhere. It was, it was, it was scary. But then I ended up making friends at, at Unit 23 and um, I'd come home from there and I just hated being home. It was, sh it was shit. Like all I wanted to care, all, all I wanted to do was ride that bike. It was the only thing I cared about. And I go through hell, I'll go to hell and back just to ride it. So um, I ended up, my mum was a teacher at my high school as well. And uh, I know I'm rattling on a bit here, but it's No, I love it. Keep going. And then my dad was a janitor at the high school and my brother-in-law was my geography teacher at the school. Um, but I remember my mum would give me like a day off school to go and stay up with my friends at Unit 23 and ride. Sick. Um, Shout out mom. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Fucking, she, it was amazing. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to do this. But uh, yeah, so she'd make up excuses, say, oh, Chris is not well. Um, and he's fucking going to keep him off school. But I was away riding my bike in, in Glasgow. And then uh, she get, yeah, a day that she gave me yeah she gave me a day off school but that day would turn into two days and i thought mama i missed the train home or i've ran out of money i can't come home uh, and then I, then it would turn into a week and then fucking two weeks and then three weeks and then um i had uh, people chasing me to try and take me to court because my attendance was non-existent at school like yeah. i didn't do any exams or anything like that so i've got no qualifications and, <laughs> but i hated it because i didn't realize what i was doing to my mom and dad but i was putting them through hell but even though I wasn't bad or anything like that but I was just young young and just all I cared about was riding so yeah um and then when I was 15 just turning 16 um Chick Maley the guy that runs unit 23 skate park was like Chris if you want you can live in the skate park and I was like fuck oh, no way like every kid's dream you know it was yeah like, fucking like like the Woodward of the UK pretty much and yeah. um yeah so I was in there and it was it was scary though it was um it's a big old warehouse and it's not like the cleanest of places it's like it's a proper like proper what you call an, an actual skate park you know it's not like a new thing it's a proper fucking skate park yeah and, um it was used in the war to build parts of planes then it was a distillery and then it was a skate park but no shit that's that, dope I didn't know it, all that it was cool uh, but it was scary and I'd be in there by myself at night and I slept on like a two-seater sofa um it was so cold as well it was like minus five sometimes it was fucking freezing wow uh, i didn't have, and i didn't have any uh money to eat or anything as well so i'd live on um candy and sweets out of the the skate park <laughs> shop and, uh, yeah honestly it was fucking it was gnarly but um but then the next day we'd roll around and my friends would all be back in there and i'd just be having the best time again and mm. fuck it's all I cared about and then yeah and then i got hooked up by bsd and started traveling nike as well as on nike um and then yeah started traveling and 
started making a little bit of money for it and think and then i was like fucking hell this, this could actually yeah. work I was like, this, <laughs> this is crazy yeah and you kind of um, went all in without realizing that you went yeah. all in that's amazing honestly like i didn't know that I, obviously it'd be like a dream to be like a rider and that but to be honest with you I, I never thought it would happen because coming from such a small town like that in scotland in the middle of nowhere it shit like that just doesn't happen uh it was always like in america and that or you'd see yeah. pros but yeah, but it just fuck, and I'm a strong believer now. As long as long as you're passionate enough about something, doesn't matter what it is. As long as you fucking live it and breathe it and commit to it, then you'll succeed. It doesn't matter where you're from or what skate park you have. You can fucking do it. So yes, sir. That's fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> I had a question that just popped in my head and then it left right away. <laughs> That's so. When did you? How old were you when you like lived in the skate park? You said 14, 15. Yeah, I was like 15 when I moved in, and I lived there for. Fuck, I lived there for like eight years. Wow. Long time. So you yeah, you were living there when you came when you were traveling to yeah. to Arizona. That's fucking nuts, dude. And then <laughs> it was fucking it was the best childhood ever though. Like because I moved in, I lived there myself for a year, and then a few of my other friends moved in. But it was crazy. It was like someone was holding a magnet and all of these guys from around the UK, all different parts that are now my best friends, and we we all still fucking stay not far from each other now yeah but it was like a magnet just pulling us all in it was like the lost boys or something we were all just fucking there and it, it was quality though because every night we were riding till whenever we wanted to and uh right until four in the morning drinking all the time just partying it was always something happening so hell it was, yeah it was fucking unreal when did uh alex enter the picture did uh, he live at unit 23 or no yeah he did he lived there for a bit um i think he moved in just as I was kind of moving out. Um, yeah, he moved in just as I was kind of moving out because I lived there for a fucking long time. But uh, I Eight always... years is a long yeah, time, dude. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, I always wanted... I always said to myself, as soon as I made any fucking money ever, I was like, I'm fucking buying a house and I'll throw every single penny into it. And like, I felt like I never had a place I could call home, you know? And then... Uh, so yeah, I did that and I just fucking threw it in that house. And then, um, but yeah, anyway, I lived with, when Alex moved in, I just started living at my girlfriend's mum and dad's house. So I moved in there for a bit. Nice. And then, and then, Got a yeah. bed. And a shower. <laughs> and a shower. Fuck. Yeah. I did. You don't think about that. Like you're basically camping for eight years. That's nut. And living yeah. off of candy sounds insane. Uh, what's a, what's a memory that sticks out from those eight years? Anything in particular? Uh, yeah fucking killing rats like rats would run over us at night when we're sleeping there to like literally trying to try to hit them with a shovel and i'm like i'm i'm like totally against the like, animal cruelty and stuff like that. <laughs> these things were fucking through yeah. your shoes and shit like that. it was wild to like just rats and just try to get them away with the shovels and stuff like that um what else there's so many fucking trying to think what else oh one of my mates took a shit in the, the bowl he was like sleep he was sleepwalking and he Fucking like we had a party one night and we got CCTV and it was a shit in the bowl. And <laughs> no one knew who'd done it. And like someone's fucking done that and you know who's done it. And I was like, oh, it must have been a fox, a fox that got in here and took a shit. So I, I cleaned it up thinking it was like an animal that had came in or a dog shit or something. But, uh, we, we watched the CCTV footage and it was my friend John coming in and he just takes a massive shit. <laughs> and just walks back and goes to bed like i was like what the fuck so that's quite a crazy one um yeah and then we were tattooing each other we used to fight each other as well we do friday night fights no shit 
Fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hey, dude. <laughs> Your life is a movie, Chris. It's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's been, been so uh, tell me about the transition from that to buying a house. Like, how did you you had to grow up kind yeah. of fast, I guess, and yeah, get your shit think, together? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but um, yeah, after living there for so long, it was fucking it, as good as it was. It was grim, you know. And I, I wanted to get I, I wanted to get out and have a house and live live a normal life. Yeah. But, uh, if I can, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I've done that kaleidoscope video, and that was like my first like big one. And uh, I think Sony sponsored it, um, and uh, it was uh, it was through this new phone, Sony Xperia phone. But I made made some money off that. But every single penny I made from adverts from that shit, I threw that straight into the house and uh, paid the deposit, whatever. But every single penny I had in my whole bank account, I fucking threw it into that. Hell and, yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize I didn't leave enough money to pay my tax bill. So I was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just stupid. But anyway, it worked out. But I remember um, I fucking bought the house and uh, moved in, but I didn't have any, I didn't have a bed. I didn't have anything. I didn't have fucking anything in there. And, uh, <laughs> just no I, money. I, you got a house though. <laughs> fucking nothing in there. And I wanted to stay there anyway. So I just fucking slept on the floor. But my, my girlfriend's dad was like, you can't fucking, you can't sleep in there. You don't have anything to sleep on. I was like, I don't, I don't fucking care. It's mine. <laughs> it's <laughs> my then, house, man. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up getting, I think it's like, um, we call it gum tree over here and people just give shit away. So if you're thrown out like an old sofa, someone can come get it. So nice. I ended up like picking up loads of shit like that for a yeah. while. Fuck then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then done that. Smart move, dude. Yeah, I don't, not yeah. everybody would be smart enough to put all their money in a house. Like they would just kind of throw it all away, I, which I fucking did. I can relate to your tax issue. <laughs> but it, yeah. But it's easy, easily done, especially like when you're, when you start making a lot of bets, like, you, yeah, but that shit doesn't last forever, does it? So it's like, you need to yeah. do something smart. Way. Yeah. That's really smart, dude. When was yeah. this? When did you buy your first house? How old were you? I was 24. Good so. for you, dude. That's fucking awesome. And then uh, I bought this one three years ago. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, but but I like this one. This one's it's down by the coast as well. And then I've got the mountains and stuff just behind me. And the, and the unit 23 is only I think it's seven miles that way. So nice. Look how far you've come. Fuck. Yeah, mate. Seven, seven miles. miles road. <laughs> Amazing. I'll, I'll never move away much further because it's my life is still there. All my friends are there. It's yeah. Like, like brothers. Fuck yeah. Who like you keep saying your boys besides Alex, I, I think of him as your boy, but who, yeah. uh, who's your boys? Do I know him? Yeah. You've got Chaz Mealy. You'll know Chaz Mealy probably. Yeah. yeah. And Connor Mealy, obviously their dad, Chick Mealy. Got Summertime. I mate Summertime. He works on a lot of my Red Bull projects as well. Um, what does he do on Red Bull? He's like a rigger, like ropes and stuff. Oh like yeah. That. Cool. It's smart with that shit. So he does that. And then I've got my mate George. He builds all the stuff on my projects as well all, all the wooden stuff he builds all that um which i think who else it's fu fucking there's loads chaz sands uh fucking bunch of chazzes yeah there's there's a whole fucking bunch of people like geb fucking there, there, there's fucking loads absolute loads but oh. uh and my mate marcus as well he's yeah so it's fuck anyway i could go on yeah is this uh <laughs> the, are you still with the same girl from yeah 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 i got married uh last year hell yeah, yeah. Year. congrats that's fucking yeah, awesome Dude, yeah, so good. Crazy. What a fucking <laughs> life story you got, dude. <clears throat> yeah, fucking yeah, stoked, man. Um, 
I guess let's stick on Kaleidoscope because that was uh, your kind of breakout video. Um, yeah. So how did that come about and had like what came from it? Yeah, that was like Red Bull. That was when I first got on Red Bull pretty much. And um, I told him all I wanted to do was film videos anyway. That's all, all I was passionate about because I hated fucking, I hated riding contests. And then I felt like it was such a waste of money because people would send me to contests, but I, I just didn't like it. And I feel like you're having to snake people to even practice and shit like that. And it's just like, yeah. I ride my bike to have fun and this is not fucking fun. So I was like, instead of wasting money on me going to places, I was like, could we just put that into like a film project or something? Um, and then they kind of, they, they came up with that idea and pitched it to me. Like a cloud's going, you build your dream skate park and it'll be like moving ramps and stuff. So I was like, fucking hell, amazing. But I didn't realize how big it, like how big of a project it was going to be. Yeah. And it was quite a big, uh, quite a big fucking eye opener because inst- when I, when it came to filming, you were going on three, two, one in action, Chris. So you had to go on like action. It's not like, you know, you're filming. Like, That's wild. Right? Yeah. <laughs> fucking wait. And I was like, stop fucking saying action just say fucking just say go <laughs> like <laughs> don't fucking count me in so and but, action yeah so that that was that was pretty big like, i remember danny mccaskill came along and he was saying to me he's like how do you find like the pressure like going on like that because he's obviously obviously does things like that yeah and I, was, I was like to be honest like, i quite like it because you, you need to just fucking go it makes you do something um but yeah, um, and I kind of took to it then. It was just cool to work with a crew that size and see what actually fucking goes into it. Yeah, uh, it was your first taste yeah. of like a proper production. Yeah. That's fucking, fucking rad. Oh my God, one. you did a double peg to flare. I'm like re-watching it. It's been years like, since uh, I've yeah, seen this yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. It's fucking, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> you forget how good this shit was. Like, when did this yeah. come out? Like 2000? Seven years ago or something, I think. No, is it longer? 15, 2014? Dude, yeah. everybody should go rewatch Chris Kyle's Kaleidoscope. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's like I'm tripping on acid watching this part. <laughs> it's so good. I'd, li- I'd like to do another one. I'd love Fuck to do yeah. it. Um, what's your, uh, so I guess what comes after Kaleidoscope? You, it's your first taste of like a produced piece like this. And it's yeah. amazing that you get the chance to do that shit. Like what, what, what comes yeah. after it? So yeah, that was, that was fucking, that was wild. And then uh, it ended up, it was going on and they worked with like a partner, Sony Xperia, the mobile phone. They came in and done a bunch of shit. But I was on like billboards all over the UK, big, massive fucking billboards. And I was like, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. But it's unreal. It was cool. And then, uh, yeah. And then after that, I'm trying to think what I've done. I think I just went on a bunch of BSD trips after that and just got <laughs> back into like core film, which is, which is amazing. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. And then, Fucking don't know what I've done after that. I don't know. I don't fucking know what I've done. Any <laughs> other big, what's like, because you just came out with the, the hot air balloon one, which is nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, like, in, I'm trying to think in between. Is there any other big production things that you I've were part got, of? Done that Dubai one, the video in Dubai, a couple of years, four years ago. Done that one. Um, and I think that, that's my biggest view eyes one anyway, that one. I think done done the best so far. But but uh, yeah, there was that one, which was fucking, that was probably the most fun I've ever had in my BMX. Like, um, getting Tell me to ride about it. So I flew out there. It was, so Visit Dubai uh, partnered up with Red Bull UK and they wanted to get an athlete out there to do an athlete project. And uh, I was like, fucking hell, I'd love to, I could ride the flumes and do loads of shit. So anyway, they, we flew me out for a recce and we went, we had a look around and 
all the flumes and that were just amazing. I was like, what? Well, I can fucking ride these. They're like, yeah, we'll turn the water off and you can just ride it. I was like, no, fucking wait. Amazing. So, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't wait to do that. And then they took me up onto the helipad on top of the Burj Al Arab Hotel. Yeah. And um, they were like, is there anything you could do up here? And I was like, jokingly, I was like, yeah, if you get me a helicopter, I'll fucking jump out of it. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, okay, they noted it down. And then I flew, I flew home after that. And like two weeks later, I got an email saying uh, it's been signed off. Yeah, you've got a helicopter. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna be jumping out of it in in November, and I was like, no fucking way. So you need to be careful what you say because before you know it, they fucking sign it off. But um, but that for me was that was another quite a big one. I had usually you know we're street fucking riding, we get securities chasing us away. But I, right. I, actually, I actually had my own security, so we go to spots around the city, and I'd have my own security um in case anyone tried to kick us off. Like amazing. Yeah it's all fucking legit so yeah and then um that's the so crazy yeah man <laughs> fucking, it was a really good experience and then i actually fucking i ended up staying out because it's through visit dubai i ended up staying out for an extra week and i flew my missus out and proposed to her in the river. so fuck I, yes dude i tied i tied that in which is which is cool and then we had a holiday for a week so amazing yeah. what the i'm watching it right now what 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 did he what do you what clip sticks out in your mind from this uh Dubai video? The helicopter was uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that was like jumping into a tornado. It was like pulling the bike and it was just like and it wasn't even a first jump. You had to land and go in between the two poles and then fly off. But uh it was windy and it was just it was just horrible, man. And um yeah. <laughs> but you know. sent it. You did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stoked on it. But yeah, probably that and then you know, always the water park stuff because I had so much fun riding my bike on yes, that stuff. Oh, for real. Good memories. But yeah, that's, that's, it's another yeah. like I'm on acid thing. It's like, oh, what is this? This is another incredible fucking project, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, it's thanks, crazy man. how far you've come. Yeah, man. That's what I love doing is like thinking about these ideas or something like that, like this bloom one, thinking about shit that I'd love to see someone do and then yeah. just see fucking see if they let me do it <laughs> making it happen do you feel like you have to one-up yourself every time or no do you put that uh, pressure on yourself like oh, i gotta go something crazier kind of yeah but but not really i just i don't know i call out a lot of shit half the time and stuff that you don't want stuff that you wouldn't normally do but you know you can do and it's like you well you, yeah you call it out because you know you could do it but you just never do it. it's like i don't yeah. know there's, there's shit on the streets when we've been away on bsd trips i'm like fuck i know i could do that I know I could fucking do that, but I'm never in a million years ever going to try and do it because it's fucking crazy. But you know, <laughs> but put pressure on, and it's like, yeah, you called out, so you need to fucking do it now. But, Action. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've been trained, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, I always try to think what's next. It's fucking amazing, man. I'm like all these videos. Like, we're it's early in the morning right now, so I didn't do like research before doing this with you and just rewatching these. I obviously saw them when they came out, but like, fucking a, um, it's it's incredible. <clears throat> so let's talk about this balloon one that just came out because that's I think next level and yeah, viral shit. Uh, yeah, how did how did, how did what the fuck? <laughs> Basically, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, um, so yeah this, this one was like. I first thought about this one, uh, the start of like lockdown, you know, when no one was going anywhere or that. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to just use this time as like fuel and see what I can, what's no one done before. And like, I was fucking pedaling up a hill behind my house and there's like a massive river that flows down it. 
And I was thinking, have you ever seen that video of Bob Burnko skating that floating mini ramp in like a lake? Yeah. I was thinking about that. I don't know why. Um, and then I was like, fuck, looking at the sky. And I was like, shit, imagine like a floating skate park. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and then I read, originally thought, I was like, oh, it probably need to be like a Chinook helicopter that can lift it because they can lift like tanks and stuff like that. So yeah. I was like, that could work. But then I thought, after I jumped out of the helicopter in Dubai, it was too windy. It was like fucking tornado. So I was like, you couldn't ride it. Um, and then I thought, oh, fuck, hot air balloon could work because they don't fly in wind, really. So For real. Yeah, so I got to the top of the hill, put it in my notes on my phone, um, rode down the hill, sketched up some shitty little stick men drawings, sent it to my Red Bull manager. Um, he was like, fucking hell, this is sick. Like, let's fucking see how far we can take it. Um, didn't hear anything for like six months. And then he called me. He's like, how serious are you about doing this? Because um, I'm out in Austria and everyone here wants to see you do it. And I was like, I'd fucking, yeah, mate, fucking get me a, get me a hot air balloon. Let's, let's go and do it. <laughs> Um, but originally I wanted to do a behind the scenes of my learn how to skydive and I wanted to jump outside of it and fucking pull the shit. Oh shit. Uh, but they were saying that it took, it would take at least six months to get your license, but you need so many hundred jumps. Can't remember how fucking many it is. It's a lot. And also the height that I was at, you need to be like a pro skydiver or base jumper. Cause it, I was just above 2000 feet. Uh, so you need to know your shit. And yeah. I, I clearly don't. So uh, so it's a bit of a shame. And then I didn't want to ride it either with a parachute on because I was like, people are going to think I'm going to jump out the side of it and be gutted when I don't. So, um, so I was like, I can't ride that on. But they were like, you cannot get in there without it on. If you fall over the side, you're going to die. And I was like, I'm not going to fall over the side. I was like, I know where <laughs> But uh, yeah, so anyway, I had to ride that on. But a lot of people don't know, but that thing weighed like, 15% of my own body weight. It was fucking heavy, man. It Damn. was real heavy. And it was the, all just... The parachute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, all the weight was just on your back. So when you're doing like flares and try to do anything, it's just fucking horrible. Man. Yeah. yeah. And the bowl also fucking swung. You can't really see it that much, but it, it moving. So it's like, it's almost like riding drunk. Like just... <laughs> Just, just uh, everything's a little off just moving yeah. and the weight being back it's like, Ooh. i'll go back to the yeah so anyway we so we've done the it gets signed off and we got the green light so i sat down with george eccleson the guy that designs all my um shit really that, that i want to do and instead of doing like a normal boring bowl i was like why don't we do curveball ride and like a channel gap and a hip and then like a tombstone so cram so much stuff into it. Um, the trannies were really tight as well, a lot tighter than like normal trannies. Um, and the bowl was only five feet deep. But uh, I feel like we crammed as much in as what we could and made it as best as we could have. I don't think we could have made it any better. But uh, yeah, so we built one out of wood, but that ended up weighing um, 6.5 tons, so fucking heavy. Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't actually fly that you can't float that up there that easy so then we oh shit Sorry, how do you that. weigh a skate park what kind, what kind of scale can you put that shit on that's like how do you know it weighs 6.5 tons yeah sorry dogs i'm crazy at the door the guy the door. Fuck. um but yeah hopefully just leaves that right there but yeah it, so so then yeah so back to it, it was 6.5 tons so it was real heavy then we went to um red bull racing Cause they do, they design the formula one cars and they're the best at what they do. And it was all carbon fiber they work with. And they were like, yeah, I reckon that we could actually, we could like a skate park. 
Yeah, yeah. So they took on the challenge and they smashed the shit out of it. It was, it was, I think they had it done like, I can't remember what the turnaround time was, but it was real quick. They had it turn around real quick and it, the full thing was made out of carbon. I couldn't believe it. That's amazing. Yeah, mate, honestly, it was the cr- weirdest thing to ride though. So I went down to see it at Red Bull Racing in Milton Keynes and it was all built up and I got in it, but it was, it felt like a trampoline. The base of it was so, cause it's like, it's so thin. It's like that thin, tiny. Yeah. And it looks, looks like you could just put a peg through it or something. Um, so I was like, shit, this is a, uh, this looks fucking gnarly as if it could just smash and I could fall out the bottom. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I got in and I had a walk around it. It felt like a trampoline. It was flexing. Uh, I got my bike and I had to roll around on it and it rolled like faster than concrete and faster than wood. It was so fucking weird, honestly. Um, that is weird. Yeah. But I've never, was, I've never ridden on carbon fiber before. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, it was weird. I think there's a reason why. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. Uh, and that weighed 2.7 tons. So they shaved the shitload off it. And from there, we also built a hot air balloon that was, I think it's the biggest in the UK. It stands at 43 meters high. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we had to get something that big to fucking lift the, lift the bowl. Yeah. Uh, and then, then from there, we wanted to do this project in the UK as well because. I don't know, I just like to be fucking UK landscape. And, uh, but the weather shit over here is a lot of you'll know. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're waiting around for this wind speed that comes around once a year. And it usually comes around in wintertime. Um, and I can't remember what it is. It's like, not point, not fucking in one direction. Fuck knows. But uh, so I was on standby for a full year. I couldn't go on any trips, couldn't go on any BSD trips, couldn't do anything, couldn't even go on holiday with the missus because. I'd only know sometimes 24 hours before. If wow, we were, dude. Yeah, That's if we were crazy. Flying, if we were flying the next day. So yeah, a lot, a lot of waiting around. I ended up, I ended up almost like hating it at one point because I was like, this is fucking not, never going to happen. And yeah, it's just keeping you locked in your house, basically. Yeah, I was like, yeah. fuck. This is, yeah, so yeah. But uh, yeah, on the 9th of December, it came around and I couldn't believe it. We... We, we were going down there but we'd never even tested it we've never even no one's ever done that before so it's like is it gonna fall from there is it gonna what the fuck's gonna happen um, for real yeah and like also is it gonna move is it gonna swing loads more up there or is it gonna be solid like no one knew so and also how we're we gonna land it we knew roughly an idea of how we'd land it but we didn't know if it was gonna dig in and just flip and kill us all so <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> like it was. There's a lot that goes into this, dude. That's nuts. Shit, yeah. yeah. Like, work, working with a pilot, um, and we had two helicopters filming it. Like it was fucking. And if you fuck it up, if you if you mess a trick up, the helicopters need to reset from round there, so it takes like a minute to come round. Wow. Then I only had 35 minutes up there to do everything that that I wanted to do as well. So it was a lot, a lot, a lot of pressure on, and it was also minus seven. It was fucking freezing. I believe it. You're in the fucking sky, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot. How, how did it feel when you got the call? Like, all right, tomorrow's the day. I didn't believe it. Uh, Cause it was like the amount of times I flew down or drove down and I got there and we, we started blowing the balloon up and the pilot's like, nah, too windy. And I'm like, it's not, it's, there's no wind. Like, let's just, <laughs> let's just do it. And uh, yeah, so I didn't really, I was all right until we were actually hooked up and fuck, we were going. And uh, and it went it went quick. It took off and it fucking went quick. So how did how where are you when it when you take off? You're in the basket or are you in the skate park? I'm in the basket. Uh, yeah. Had to like up, tail down, and then I had to at the end clip on and then get 
zip wired back up into it. But uh, <laughs> so nuts, dude. It was cool. And like, definitely, it was one of those ones where I was fucking just looked around for a minute when I was up there. And this is fucking like crazy. Like, through riding that bike, you get to do shit like this that I would never have thought in a million years from being a kid I'd be able to fucking get these opportunities. Oh, shit just... straight out of a dream. It's crazy. Honestly. And it just seems to fucking keep fucking coming. <laughs> Long may it continue. Oh man, so trippy, dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck. So you're into skydiving? This is <clears throat> just looking, re rewatching it is like, okay, word. This is insane. Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, action. What's the scariest part of that? Doing trick wise. Uh, probably the the ice pick because I was worried that I was gonna. Because you can't see it, but it's moving a lot. Even my drone pilot, uh, he was like, he's fucking so good at that shit. And he was like, I don't know how you're riding that. Because he's like, I can't even fly between the, the back rail. He's like, it's, it's moving up and down so fucking much. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm telling you, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I, I don't think there'll be anything harder than that. I swear to God, honestly, it's the hardest fucking thing I've ever rode in my life. But um, amazing. you'd push into it and it would just go away from you. And then you'd case the other side or something. It's a fucking nightmare, huh? But um, and you can't train to you can't train for that because you can't just hang a bowl for a full day somewhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you can't you can't do that. Um, but yeah, anyway, the ice pick was scary because I was more worried that I'd have missed my back peg and went under the railing and then flew and then fell under it. But um, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I'm I'm watch I'm looking at the ice pick again right now and it's just like the, the adrenaline that you must have going on right there is like insane. Had to do it. I had to do it twice as well. Why? Uh, what? Fuck the film. <laughs> so I had to do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Action uh, and action again. Do the scary life, life-threatening life, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's just autopilot. You just need to just fucking just go. Yeah. Just what is it. what's go? What goes through your brain before like getting into something like? Because this is different than you know like filming a video part where you, you're at yeah. the spot. You got your homies and. It's yeah. this is like action. You're an yeah. action star basically at this point. Yeah, you know? it's like a movie or something. But yeah, um, I guess it's just I visualize all this shit over and over and over and over and over and over in my head. Like throughout any project, I can visualize exactly how it's all going to work and every single trick I call out. And I just nine times out of ten, it, it goes and it feels exactly the way it should. Um, but yeah, I do. I do have my friends there. I'm lucky enough to work alongside a lot of them that do shit like build stuff for me or we're in the basket and they're like fucking do it do it yeah. <laughs> okay and then uh yeah so yeah man but and i remember doing the front flip the fakie front flip but even the hardest part about that was just going backwards because it was like riding along like a, a waterbed or something like that it was so fucking nervy yeah so you had yeah. 20 it was like whoa where am i and it's like fuck it just go <laughs> fuck it yeah, and then uh, I remember like, I landed up. Oh, thank God! But my mate George, he was up in the basket. He said, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. Like, just go crazy. I was like, "Yes, yeah, man!" Like, so, but yeah, it was. It was, was it loud? Was it quiet? What was it like when you're in there? Like, is a hot air balloon is quiet, but you got helicopters all around you, and you're in the sky. Like, what is it? Tell me about yeah. all the senses. It was um. So we could even the fuel or flight time was like wasn't very long. It was like forty minutes, but. The fuel we had to bring up there and the burners are so fucking loud um but we could only carry so much fuel because if not it'd be overweighted 
Um, but I remember the first time trying to, um, we done like a, we flew it in a warehouse for one of the first times, but just to lift it off the floor and see if it would handle the weight. And everyone's heads in the basket, we had to wear helmets and hats because it was burning the tops of our heads, the heat, the amount of heat, like fucking it would take to fill that thing. But uh, the burners are so loud and the flames are just above your head. So it's fucking pretty gnarly. When yeah. you look. Um, so you just hear the noise of that every couple of fucking seconds or whatever. And then, uh, but apart from that, it's dead quiet. You can't really hear anything until there's two helicopters fucking flying around. <laughs> yeah, so but, trippy, dude. Yeah, so... <laughs> There's so much going on, the coordination of everything. Like who, who does, who's the project manager? Like who, and shout out to whoever it is. Cause yeah, I mean, it, you came up it, with the it, idea, but who brought it to reality? It just depends. Uh, there's a whole bunch of us that work on it and we're all like, it's like fucking, it's the same group of boys that I always work with throughout this stuff. And it's like my, my manager, Matt Bowl that works at Red Bull and get Jim Holmes as well. He's like, He's up there as well as like project manager. Matty as well. He's director. He directs the whole thing. Matty Lambert. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and we can all just kind of pitch in and know. We all know what what the crack is really like for a bunch of guys that just end up having fun and messing around. We somehow managed to make videos that that are like this one. So, um. But yeah, there's there's a big team. There's a big that one was a big team just sort of it grew arms and legs. But it was it was fucking cool. It yeah. Was like a the logistics like seems insane to get something like that done. <clears throat> that's, that's what i like about these projects it's like people see it, it's just me riding my bike and the bowl and stuff but fucking behind behind it there's so many bits of the puzzle that come into it and those boys are legends without them fucking none of it would be possible and they've got the hardest yeah. job like fucking so. awesome dude yeah man where did what's maddie's background did he he starts in he started in bmx no yeah yeah he was doing like non-stop vids back in the day and stuff like that um and then he gets yeah, to come along like, with chris kyle and shoot hot air balloons in the sky that's the thing I mean, we always chat about stuff as well because he, he does a bunch of stuff for like he shoots a lot of footballers and like ufc fighters and stuff as well on the side and good for um, him loads of stuff but he yeah our passion is doing these ones and we can't wait to do the next ones each time and that's what we fucking want to do but uh but yeah he's you need someone as well in these things that you can trust like a filmer that you can trust that's not gonna yep up. or if you're scared to do it he's like listen you, you can fucking do this like let's go or try it try it keep trying it keep trying it. you know you've got it nearly there like yeah the bmx filmer background that's fire yeah, love literally. that and i feel like me and matty we got along worked with him for so long now but we were on the same schedule we were always up super early in the morning like 6 a.m coffee straight out on the bikes done riding for like 10 a.m sometimes and then just like you're just like someone that's on the same kind of kind of wavelength as you and uh and, he, and he's just top boy he's quality says hell yeah so yeah. when did the wake up at 5 30 or 6 start like when did you because like you, you were a party guy at uni yeah. 23 like when did you kind of straighten up and you know think, get get on a you know routine and schedule when I, when i moved into my um girlfriend's house yeah because uh, everyone had to get up and go to work and i yeah. didn't have an job but her dad wouldn't her dad wouldn't let me stay and sleep in in the house so it was like 7 a.m you're fucking out of there and you're on the train going to the unit so that kind of, i got used to that because i'd come in and i'd just ride and i'd ride till 12 o'clock so i'd ride for like five or six hours or something like that, i don't know and uh like five hours and then my day would be done i'd be done for like midday and i'd be like fuck what do i do now like just i don't know that's a good so, feeling yeah and, and i'm still the same i'd rather get up get out and smash it and sometimes i'm back here for like midday and then i can just do 
whatever I want, but a lot of the time it consists of, I don't know, either BMX or mountain bike or taking the dogs out for like a massive hill walk or something like that. It's just like... It's fucking rad, dude. You just fit so much more in. Like, I don't know. And I think, yeah, I feel like you can waste... I wasted a lot of my time. No, well, I didn't waste a lot of my time, but I feel like sometimes in the unit, I remember I would go to sleep when it was dark. So I'd ride till like three in the morning, go to sleep when it was dark. I wouldn't wake up until like 3 p.m. the next day, but it gets dark at four o'clock in Scotland. So by the time I got my shit together, walked it's to the dark park. again. Dark again. So, and that went on for like a week. I'd done that for like a week. And I started to like not even feel well like mentally doing that shit. Like it's not good for you. It's just yeah. like living, living in darkness. And like even my skin was dead gray because it never seen daylight. I felt like yeah. I felt like fucking dying. But <laughs> <laughs> That's real, dude. Probably was. But, uh, but yeah, so after like that just, I just eating like, candy in the dark and <laughs> riding <laughs> yeah it's not not good but uh yeah so i feel like i've definitely shaved a few years off my life <laughs> but it's been good so i wouldn't change it so, fuck yeah it. I, I trade a couple of years to be in your shoes man that's fucking amazing uh i want to know how did how did red bull come around like how did you like you said you mentioned earlier you got bsd and nike yeah. nike or nike were your first uh sponsors yeah. What, tell me, I guess, guide me, roll me, roll me through the uh, sponsor journey. How did, yeah, uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, it was um, Red Bull one came about. I was riding the Nike pool contest. Remember that one? It was. Yeah, that shit was sick, dude. That was yeah. one of the coolest contests ever. That. Um, but I was riding that, and the athlete manager from Red Bull at the time went and spoke to my manager, Grant, at BSD, and was like, look, fucking who's this kid like fucking like like what he's doing um potentially looking at fucking maybe try to get him on red bull if he's keen on it and uh if yeah. he's keen on it were you keen uh, on it <laughs> right i was yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah so then after that they like so we got talking and they didn't they didn't sign me right away um but they helped me travel for like a year so they flew me to woodward and stuff like that and hell yeah amazing and all they asked was a drink of can of red bull and like any video that i posted or was in and i was like that's fucking easy so they treated me really good with that helped me out so much and then um i remember uh, i think it was my 19th birthday i was riding the red bull metro pipe remember do you remember that contest it was in a metro station and it was like i think it was like sergio laces thing um in madrid red bull uh, metro pipe yeah that that's where i got my got my helmet so oh like, shit that's official yeah so i got my helmet but it was it was also on my 19th birthday that i got my helmet so it was and i came further at the contest so i was like this is the fucking best thing ever because i'm usually <laughs> i'm usually really shit at contests anyway like i said but it was just the best day ever i couldn't believe that i had a fucking red bull helmet and red bull hats after that i was like this is fucking happened like holy fuck like it's amazing so, it was honestly, I'll, I'll never forget it. They got me a cake and all that stuff as well. It threw it in my face. And that. Honestly, man, it was it was unbelievable. And then the journey started from there. And then I forgot to say earlier on as well, after Kaleidoscope, they've, they've done my own Red Bull can. So I had my face on, on a Red Bull can, which is fucking crazy as well. For like, real? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, which was fucking crazy. Um, never thought that would happen. <laughs> But yeah, I bet just... you never thought a lot of this shit would happen. <laughs> <laughs> All of it. It's fucking insane. Um, that's and, and Murray Lauser was telling me about his journey with Red Bull as well, and it was like the 
basically you're you know, you're a homie for a year and then you you make it if you make it you know which is like a big deal so it's i'm so happy that there's energy drink sponsors and like red bull and monster and whatever else that are like paying the bills for some of the pro riders like it's not yeah. it's not too many pro riders that get to actually like make a good living from bmx which is fucking amazing yes yeah, sure speaking of making a living there's also mountain bike uh what's what's going on how did you start getting into it like you were just a bmx kid when what was your first taste of mountain biking uh so first taste of it was when i like i go back to again when i lived with my girlfriend's parents i would use a bike instead of getting the train i just had like a hardtail piece of shit but i would go over the hills from the unit to go to her house because it was fun and uh then I'd stay there and I'd cycle that way every morning to the unit and you're just hitting off like little routes and just riding down trails. But I was so sketchy on it. It was a hard tail. Shouldn't have been up there on it. But uh, yeah, and then I was like, this is actually fun as fuck. And then put me, then uh, YT, they hooked me up with a mount, like my first proper mountain bike and just to see how it would go. And I, I really enjoyed it. And it, it was honestly like a breath of fresh air almost. Uh, it's just like BMX, I fucking love it. And um, I'll, I'll never stop it, you know, but it was... I feel like if I do that every single day, I just, yeah. I'll get bored of it. Eh? And um, so, yeah, I needed that. And it was almost like learning it all over again. It's just like, even trying to do like 360s and shit and bar spins, it's, it's like going back to being a fucking kid again and try to learn yeah. all that shit. So for me, it was quality. And now as well, like instead of riding the street and getting chased away by security, you're up in the hills. I've got my dogs with me and I'm not waiting for traffic till I can hit a spot. I can fucking ride up a tree or hit a jump. And there's no one telling me fucking get down from there or yeah, you can't you just, can't be here there's a bear that yeah. comes the, the yeah. security bear hey, get off my tree <laughs> yeah honestly yeah yeah security bear. <laughs> but uh yeah man so then yeah and then from that i guess i've just been riding quite a lot and then i've done that mountain bike video i think it's just came up on two years now the out of season one yep no like my first kind of big one uh well, my biggest one so far actually uh but yeah so and that was cool because red bull trusted me on that one as well it's like i don't know because i hadn't really done anything properly before that little bits here and there but nothing is on a scale like that and i was like fuck like how is this i called out a bunch of shit in the woods i remember walking around the woods i was like, yeah I'll fucking i'll jump off that roof i'll um uh, i'll flip from this tree if you build a, if you build me a curve already in the trees i'll do that and all this stuff and then when it came to it i was like oh shit like what happens if um, <laughs> Because at that point, I hadn't even like flipped my mountain bike or tail whipped it or anything. So I was like, shit, this is going to be, this is hard. But um, Got to learn a bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, but it all it all worked out. Everything I called out worked out, thank God. So uh, I broke my ribs though, actually, on that first roof drop. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that fall. Yeah, yeah, I broke my ribs on that. Damn. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize it though. Well, I knew it hurt myself, but you know when you're just fucking like adrenaline, you're just like, shit. Yeah, so, straight get back up and up. do it, yeah again but it wasn't till the next day i had like one more trick to do and then that was fucking that was me done and uh i fell just jumping the hip and landed on my back but i fucking couldn't even get up and usually you can get up can't you and i was like oh, fuck i was like just give me five minutes and i'll be fine and we'll go again but they were like nah you're fucked like you're gonna, take, <laughs> gonna take you to hospital because if you if you if you put it like if you punch her along um we were so far away as well. We were in we were in Wales, um, and it was a tiny village, and it was just yeah, fuck. So, 
Yeah, but anyway. It's a, it's a, I'm so curious about like the order of operations for a video like this, for this out of season shit. Cause it, from what I'm hearing is like, you did the roof drop kind of last, like the, yeah. so you plan it all out and then it make it, make it look like it's one run. Um, yeah, yeah you usually you, you just chip away at it, you know, piece by piece. Pretty much like I'll, I'll start, I, I like to start with something cool. So I started it with the floating carboroid up in the trees. So I started with that, that was the first thing I've done. Hell but, yeah. uh, I like to start with that to get something going and then I'll have set days. I'll set like a side two or three things what I want to do yeah. and then uh, try and tick them off. And then, uh, and if I know I'm going to get hurt on something, I'll, I'll save it till, till the end. If it's a, something big and scary, I'm like, ah, fuck, there's no point. Yeah. At least, at least if I, yeah, at least if I crash, you've got a video out of it. And yeah, so it's not a waste, but what was yeah. it like working with uh damn isa bakos was shooting the shooting the photos on that project that's amazing you bring yeah, bringing the homies with you yeah he's on uh he was on my bloom project as well and uh and a few others he's been on so fuck yeah good for him um yeah. what was like the drone footage in that video is kind of absolutely insane the like the fpv shit I, we were i was just talking with the I don't know if you know Frank and Lufa, but I was talking with them last night about FPV drones and like the craziest shit to me is that you can, they can fly them straight up and then go down. And then they're that the one is like on your tire towards the end of this video. Yeah. Like what's it like filming with the FPV drone chasing you? Pretty crazy. Uh, Cause you can just hear it. And sometimes it gets fucking, it's hit you before. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But the guy, Andrew Lawrence, his name is, he is, we call him drone lord because he's so fucking good like he just yeah he's he's incredible there's no one there's no one else like him and he's he's booked out all year round he does like all f1 stuff he does dark fest and he does like fucking he does he does everything he does david attenborough he does he, he shits everything Fuck yeah that's incredible like, he, he's quality he's one of the boys as well but yeah there's there's no one else i trust he can get so close to you of it and he he'll never really hit you you know so it's like yeah. he is on your shit. It is like remarkably close. <laughs> like insane. It must be like fucking that far away from it. For so. real. And he's sitting off to the side with goggles on doing the shit. Yeah. Honestly, he just he sits in a little chair and just like that. <laughs> yeah. He just fucking slapped me with a fucking <laughs> or a bucket of fucking icy water. Imagine. Have you have you ever uh threw the goggles on and flew one of those? Tried. Tried. <laughs> Freaks me out. Uh, I try to um, fly it in, in, in the house when we were down there, but I'm so shit at it. And it's like the tiniest movement. And it just goes, smash yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. like a really small thing in a camp. Like, did they put a GoPro on it or like a custom? Because it, at his level, it's got to be custom and super yeah, light. He, and He builds his own. That's fucking rad, dude. Own. I like yeah. that. I want to, I was, I was saying last night, I want to get into that. And uh, yeah, that's a, it's a whole nother we were talking it's like a whole nother life you know like practice yeah, all that shit a, such a niche for it as well like there's not over here well there's a lot now but i think andy just locked in was just practicing the whole time just creating like a little course in his garden and flying through hoops and shit and then it's so yeah. sick oh no nah, but it's paid off he's fucking killing it it's amazing <clears throat> i'm gonna there's like a program you can download on your computer and connect your drone controller and like do it as a video game basically but like it's realistic simulator training type shit and I'm like, I, I, I could do that yeah, um do you know what's coming up next for you yeah do you, have, you uh, know the project but you won't say it probably no i can say it uh oh, i think i can say it. It's, it it's yeah so 
I've got my BSD video that'll be dropping next anyway, and then gonna go on some BSD trips as well. Fuck yeah. We're gonna film like a concrete park uh video as well. Go to Malaga and hit all the concrete skate parks. That's really soon. But uh yeah, but so that'd be video-wise anyway. Um and then also I've got uh I think it'll be the biggest mountain bike one I've ever done. Um and that's out in Switzerland. So I flew out there last year. Um on like a recce and went to like it's cool as fuck that I went to like it's a beautiful place and um you can see what's a recce uh, recreation so you, yeah just so a... you fly yeah you fly out and you just go and look at shit and say oh, oh, okay. I could do, do this and then people will try and get permissions to let you do it uh so anyway so I flew out there and the place is incredible I'm riding through like vineyards and stuff like that so we're gonna build some like cool trails there's these woods that are really cool there's like trees that have fallen down and really cool shit that I want to do Okay. Um, and there's like these massive gonna build this huge this is fucking crazy massive carboride thing i'm gonna do that um and there's like an open loop between two buildings and stuff that do. anyway you, you'll see it anyway but so that's on the mountain bike but it's cool because it'll be it's partnered up with uh, prada as well so no shit cool it's, it's red bull and prada so i was in a in milan like two weeks ago flew out to prada headquarters it was fucking that was another fucking crazy story but um, but they, they've designed my like my mountain bike kit, so they've designed my whole kit, Prada kit. It's fucking insane. Damn, man. next level. Yeah, it's cool. Like it's cool. Just need to get some like yeah. You're a model who rides. What's that? Have you done modeling? I feel like you've done modeling. Yeah, a little bit. You know, random stuff here and there. But yeah, cool. Like cool, but yeah, I don't know. I prefer just to fucking ride. <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the game though, like just watching yeah. what uh, like Nigel's done with his yeah. life and BMX and being a model or like just everything yeah. is so rad. And you're kind of like one of the only other BMX people who are who's at that level, I think, honestly, that I can think of like uh, fucking Prada, dude, let's go. I can honestly, I can believe me when I got the, when I got the email, I was like, nah, no way. And then, yeah, sure enough, I'm fucking flying out there to the headquarters, meeting everyone. That's it's like yeah so so that's happening filming that one in september so wait, waiting to do that but it's all been signed off and shit so that'll be cool that's like and that'll be a bigger than um that'll be bigger than the out season one because i've got this my build crew with me and stuff like that as well again but um but yeah there's some ruthless ruthless stuff in that but it'll be cool if, Hell if, yeah. I, if I do it all i had do you like I mean, just thinking about it, if I knew that in September I have to do some crazy shit, like just on action, you know, like that, yeah. that would just eat away at me all year. Like what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's nah, it like? It's all right. You just say you'll do it and just fucking crack on throughout the year. And then I, I'm excited about it because it's, it's fucking pushing it in again. And it's like, you don't usually ride like that. So yeah, uh, it's going to be, be gnarly. Right. That's enough. What's up, Labradors? Dogs are going fucking crazy. But um, uh, yeah, training dogs is something that I've I've been following people on Instagram who like are professional dog trainers, and I'm just like, wow, that's incredible. Are you? Uh, do you got your Labradors trained? Did you put some time into that or no? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely on the bike and stuff like that. Because a lot of people watch videos where I'm either from at the skate park or we're in like a reservoir or fucking or in the or in the trails it's like uh everyone's like you must have hit your dogs you must have hit your dogs but the truth is no like 
I've hit Alice once on the mountain bike. She had a GoPro on her back and the GoPro got caught in a wheel, but she was fine. The harness just came off and she was sound. But uh, yeah, but, but what I'd done when, I, when they were really young, I just done like wheelies around the garden and showed them the bike and stuff like that. And they got, got them used to, to it. Yeah. And then I go to like, I don't know, like a field and just let them come along beside me and just follow me. And, and they're pretty smart. Their reflexes are incredible. So they are. So yeah. it, even if you fucking try and flare something and you don't, you jump off a bike, like they just move fucking right out of the way. They always Hell follow yeah. You. Bike dogs. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and they're 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 life changing as well. Fucking incredible. Um, what about like we touched on it a little bit earlier, like talking about routine, and I'm curious about like fitness, working out, diet. What is uh your professional athlete like? What what's your what's your yeah. shit look like? It's fucking. It's, it's probably not. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty. I think it's normal, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I try and eat healthy during the week, but then at the week, at weekend and that I can eat whatever i want really and, yeah and to be honest fuck it i'll just if, if it is during the week and i've had a big day i'll just eat whatever really but yeah i try i try and eat pretty good and then um yeah and i don't go to the gym i don't i, I hate that like because i used to go with alex actually alex is mad into the gym alex donicky yeah um uh, i used to go with him but i fucking hated it and he's, <laughs> he's in there loving it but i was like this is so shit I was like, I really <laughs> this is it. stupid what, yeah, what am i doing yeah, fuck that. I was, like, I was in there for so long, just wasting time. It felt like I was like, I don't really want to be fucking doing this. I was like, this is just, yeah. <laughs> just picking stuff up. This is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah walking around doing that. So, but I, li- I like running and um, nice. I go running, I can just listen to music. And that's half the time where I think about stuff, tricks and shit that I want to do. Yeah. Um, just think about stuff, like just find your pace, sit at it and just fucking zone out. Um, so I like doing that. And I've got a watt bike now and a roll machine. I do you do a little bit of that, but uh, apart from that, like that's that's it. I'm not mad on fucking. I lifted a little bit of weights through lockdown, but I, not for me, man. I, I like I don't, and I feel like time on the bike is way more important than anything. I don't yeah. think you need I think you need to be breaking your back in the gym for fucking for real. You know? I agree, especially for the shit you're doing. Just ride your mountain bike and your bmx bike and i think that's enough and running yeah. is amazing too like that runner's high that you get and clear your head and it's like a reset type shit yeah it's fucking yeah it's amazing i've been into that for a while now but yeah fucking love it what's been your like gnarliest injury because you've i don't know i i can't remember you being too hurt for uh, i've been i've been so lucky touch wood fucking yeah like, been been so lucky um fucking what have i done uh, I broke my thumb, broke my ribs, broke my big toe, and uh, done ligaments in both ankles, done cartilage in my knee, and that's it, I think. That's fucking incredible for how yeah. long you've been going. And pushing yeah. It. yeah, I've been riding for like 21 years now. So. <laughs> yeah, it's so wild, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm like, I'm, re- I'm really tripping out on, the, like, I'm just having flashbacks to meeting you in Arizona and then where you're at now is so awesome to, to see, dude. I'm so stoked and proud. No, thanks, man. Arizona was fucking one of the best trips ever. Like, remember that house we had the swimming pool and I'd jump off the roof into the pool? Yep. So good. That. Honestly, that was the best trip. Getting blackout every night and that. And then just <laughs> riding the next day. It was amazing. 
to be young and be able to, I was just thinking about like the partying that I did on Sabrosa trips and then wake up the next morning and go film and ride. And it's just like, dude, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't yeah, pay me to do that shit right now. <laughs> like, yeah. No, God, no. Uh, like sleeping on Sabrosa and that just fucking, yeah. yeah. Um, it was part, part of it. Sober, taking a Epsom salt bath at nine o'clock and going to sleep at nine 30. Then I'm up, you know, <laughs> then I can get up and go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if true. i did a bmx trip we stay at a hotel i'm bringing some salt to soak in you know yeah literally man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a trip yeah. uh all right i have uh i have podcast questions that i ask let's see what what's your proudest clip of all time uh Fuck, that's a tough one. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about the the crash off the roof too. Um, we'll yeah. get there. But hey, think yeah. of think of throughout your career what what you're most proud of. Like, what did you have to push yourself to do? Oh, I yeah. guess that could be a separate question. But it's like two clips um, from my transmission part, uh, BSD transmission part, and it's the I've never flown back then. I'd never flown to a place to knowing that you want to do a trick there, and it was yeah. a it was a curveball right to flare um that I done and i remember flying there knowing that i was what that's what i was fucking flying there to do that and the fakey fronty on the that quarter remember that one that um yep. i know exactly yeah. what you're talking brick kind of yeah. quarter yeah. yeah it's like a fucking it's my famous quarter but um, not, not brick but what's that t- cobblestone yeah it's just like yeah kind of like that it was weird yeah. but um but yeah i flew there knowing that i was just gonna i wanted to do the flare at the wall or curve or a barrel, whatever the hell you want to call it. And then I wanted to do the fakey front flip. And I was like, if I do either one of them, I'm fucking, I'm doing, well, I'm definitely going to try the other one or do whatever. And uh, I think I'd done the wall ride flare the day before. And then we went to that spot and I was so fucking scared to do it. I don't know why. Well, I don't know why, because it was scary. Um, <laughs> I, fucking, and I, remember, but I remember Dave Sowerby was like, look, we're only here once. You're not going to get another chance to fucking do this. There's not another spot in the world that I can think of that would be, as good as that one for it and i was like fuck 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 it took me so long to try it but then tried it and it it worked and i was so fucking stoked man but those two for me are probably yeah like the most kind of like core proudest proudest that i am i'd say i was stoked on those ones fuck yeah is there like a point because like you just said like fuck fuck like you have to hype yourself up to do something when when do you just walk away from something like do you, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, if, if I don't, if I can't visualize it, I'll not. I'll never fucking try it. Like, I need to be able to visualize it. And if you can't, that's when you get hurt. That's when you should not be doing it. Because if you can't see it in your head, don't even bother trying it. Because you're just, it's not gonna. Yeah. Probably, probably not gonna work. So yeah, I just try and visualize it, and then be like, fucking, you got it. Just fucking, just go for it. But sometimes you go blank and and you overthink it. But if you just go, it will work. So yeah. It's kind of trippy how that shit works. Like you visualizing it or, you know, uh, hashtag manifesting it, (laughs) like just, uh, the process of like, you can't think about the things that could go wrong. You have to stay focused on like it working and like going through it, you know? I even visualize, I go as far as like visualizing high five and the lads at the end and like like, go that far of it. And yeah, nine times out of 10, it, it works like that. Yeah. Like the ice pick on the hot air balloon. You can't think about falling to your death. Yeah, you just like, have to yeah. focus on doing the <laughs> yeah. ice pick. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, just yeah, focus on fucking what you're doing. <laughs> um, 
so let's go back to the uh off-season roof drop-in yeah shit eating session um tell me tell me about that day that was fucking we filmed it in winter so it was always raining and just shitty anyway uh but that was scary because as i say i was on the mountain bike and i wasn't used to trying to like it doesn't turn as easy as bmx and i feel like i just went but BMX eyes on, I was like, yeah, fucking do that, no problem. But as soon as I took off, I was like, holy shit! Like, I nearly missed. It. Like, <laughs> oh I nearly, shit! I, I nearly missed it with the front wheel, and I would, I would have fucking died because I, I wouldn't have been able to jump off. I'd have just froze. You know, when you just fucking freeze, you know you're gonna eat shit, but you can't even get off. Yeah. But yeah, somehow just caught the front wheel. Then it went into like a fucking pedal grind. Yeah. <laughs> it just like bucked me off, but fell quite far, and you can't see it in that. Well, you can't, you might be able to see it. There's a tree stump that I just missed with my back. So if I'd hit a tree stump, I'd have really, yeah. So, yeah. So, aye. And then, yeah. And uh, I think I might have like nearly separated my shoulder as well. Cause when I went to the hospital after, well, the next day, they're like, you've got air in your shoulders. If it's came out, went back in. But I I didn't feel like it did. I think I'd have known if it did. Yeah. But, but yeah. Anyway, so I was like, got myself back up and I was like, wow, I nearly died there. I was like, shit, just go slower, go fucking slower. Uh, so I did, but I nearly done it again. Couldn't fucking believe it. I nearly killed myself. <laughs> Blew off, wow, fucking whack my nuts. And then, um, but I was like, fucking, I'll go even slower this time. So I went up, done it again on the third try, but I nearly fucking done it again on the third try. <laughs> it's wheels like that far from it. Yeah. And, uh, but I fucking landed it and then I just <laughs> And I was like, oh my God. I was like, the fucking relief. I've never done that ever again. I was like, fucking, yeah, never again. Sketchy, like not that wide of a landing to drop into. Yeah. And and you couldn't see it. The roof was like a little bit of a fucking rock, like takeoff almost. So you could, it was just blind. Yeah. And it was into the valley. So it looked as if you were going into like off a cliff. It was like, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right, so we so we talked about proudest clip. We talked about that crash. Uh, let's. What about like riders that I don't know about that I should know about? Um, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't fucking know. <laughs> but there's like there's I don't know. There's so. Who's many. your favorite mountain bikers? Like who should I follow in the MTB world? We, we probably already did Brandon Semenik. Yeah, He's dude. Fucking, yep. The, That's yeah, he rides BMX well. He's yeah. like, he's one of my favorite riders. Though. He's fucking, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like Cade, Cade Edwards. Um, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to think who I like. K A D E. Yeah. Okay, Cade. Edwards. I'm sure, his second name is. Um, and then I'm trying to think who else. Who else is fucking good? I look up. Fuck off, Cade was following me. All right, cool. Now, yeah. now we're you fucking <laughs> Instagram friends, Kate. Uh, he's unreal, uh, and like he's fucking, he's quality. Uh, also, that Braga, um, you know Braga from like I think he's from like Norway. I don't. Say. He's <laughs> insane, that guy. But he does like mad, like kind of BMX type. He, he won the X Games real mountain bike. He won that. Have you seen that section? No. What's fucking? The, what's his name? Braga. Yeah, Braga. B R A G G A. Yeah, I'll get it up. I'll find it for you. But honestly, man, this dude, he's fucking gnarly. Yeah, Braga Vestavik? Braga Vestavik. I fucking terrible at pronouncing second names. Braga Vestavik. Yeah, but mate, his shit is ruthless what he does. And he's just a powerhouse. Like, he's fucking, mate, he's unreal. 
But um, yeah. Damn it, I can't find them, dude. Am I spelling Braga wrong? What's going on? Maybe, yeah, I think that's it there. Yeah, sure. Hold up to you. Where are you? you see it? Yeah, okay, Braga. Brag. Hey, honestly, play one, of, play one of his clips in this thing because he does a, it's like the biggest drop I've ever fucking seen in my life. But his X Games part, his real X Games part is unbelievable, man. Like he's building, like, yeah, just the coolest shit. Ooh. Is it free coaster or no? Yeah, I yeah, just, just... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he just, yeah, it's just the way he pops. But he does a load of cool shit. But that and like, yeah, Danny Mac as well, Danny McCaskill, obviously. Yeah. You know, good mate of mine. And he's just, incredible on any bike he can even pick up a bmx like nose my little hop whip it and all that shit it's just like how the danny can yeah yeah, that's fucking awesome what's it like you've because you've been around him what's what's like he seems like to me just like you know oh that's danny mackerskill he's up there but what's he like to kick you with oh man he's amazing he's he's, he is he is one of the lads like he's he's just he's always up for a good time he's got this massive party bus it's got smoke machines and stuff in it so he Damn, always, Danny. <laughs> we, we always, well, he always takes that around and just has like mad parties at events and stuff. But he's a, uh, he's just some rider. Like you know how riders are, well, you know how they're fucking really good because you watch them in videos and stuff. But you go and watch him, and it blows my mind every time. Even though I know how good he is, he, but if we go for, for a fucking ride, I'm like, holy shit! How can you, <laughs> how can you just mess around and be able to ride along like a tires on like this fucking and then hopped i'm just like this is it's unbelievable yeah so i believe it natural he, he like he broke through you know what i mean like he he yeah. hit like my mom and dad sent me his video type shit you know like well, it was actually dave sowerby that filmed that video as well it's fucking incredible shout out dave dude yeah yeah <clears throat> I think I asked, I think I asked Dave to come on here and he was like, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you should get Grant Smith on there, actually. He, I know, like, dude. I, I, I've i talked to him maybe once in my life, but I would love to talk to him. He, he's a character. Me and him were out in Leon uh, quite recently and it was, it was quality. It was like an old trip. We ended up getting so wasted on the last night, but it was, it was amazing, man. As you should. Yeah. yeah. It was so fucking good to do it again, but, but yeah, good times. For real. Amazing. Um, let's see. What's the other questions I ask? <laughs> uh, well, what's who's your Mount Rushmore of BMX? BMX, yeah. Like, fuck. There's so many people that I look up to just from, like, back in the day and stuff. From, like, I'll go from back in the day. Like, I used to fucking... There's a guy called Joe Tizio. You remember yep. him? Yep. He, like, I love the shit he would do. And, like, Mike S. Camilla as well. Chase Hawk fucking but just everything that those guys were doing and like even when i used to watch all the road fools and chase hawk was so young and the shit he was doing was yeah cool. um i remember well, the road fools like where they're calling him ratty ratty chase hawk yeah, like steve yeah, crandall's in his face yeah. like yeah. <laughs> so good. all that um fucking who else um justin Inman with his tables were fucking insane back in the day as well um dude that's an interesting four people that you just picked that's oh, fucking, fucking awesome Mike Miller as well from the UK. Yeah, he was fucking sickest. He was the sickest guy. Um, his style was unreal, kind of like Chase Hawk, but he, he was, yeah, he was. Fucking he was on. Chase. He was on proper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always him and Chase that were doing like the massive one eighties over the boxes and that. Uh, yeah, but him, yeah, fucking Dave Frymouth was there as well. He, he was, he was up there. Um, I used to even fucking wear a, a hat with a helmet over it just to fucking be like, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, try to think who else. I can 
uh, obviously Anderson's up there as well. Dennis Anderson, he's like, yeah. like right, right up there. Um, I think who else? How old is Dennis? He's older than us, or the yeah. same, like same age? He's similar. Yeah. He's just like was a phenom when he was younger. So like yeah. we all knew about him like back yeah, yeah, in the yeah. day. Yeah. Van Holmen as well. Fuck me. That of course. Yeah. Insane. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I'm trying to get us. You're doing a triple Mount Rushmore, and I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> triple yeah, yeah. layered Mount Rushmore. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I Keep them coming, I could, dude. I, I could go on. Um, I think, but yeah. What about now? Currently, who are you, who are you sweating? I, I, like, I used to fucking like Luke Marchant as well from back in the day. You know the cassette videos and stuff like that. The Ride UK uh, ones. Who? You see that? Uh, Luke Marchant. Luke Marchant. No, I haven't. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I don't know. Luke Marchant. Yeah. Yeah, also Ruben as well. He was fucking Yes, first. dude. Sergio, Taj as well. Fuck. When I'm thinking back to it, yeah. Luke, March. Anyway, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I don't even know if he's on it. But yeah, but he, mate, I remember at Backyard Jam, he done this fucking, this biggest fucking bang whip. It was insane. Uh, but yeah, all those videos back in the day as well, Ride No Front Teeth and all that. I used to, me and my brothers used to fucking watch that all the time. Just Hell yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, it's funny yeah. how that, like, the videos that you watch when you're like 15 or 16 will stick with you forever. Like I still, you know, voices was for me and, uh, oh, yeah. animal. Can I eat those two were like, Oh, fucking hell, mate. Stevie Hamilton. Holy shit. Yeah. He was, like, he was like, he was my favorite for so long. I had his frame in that. I used to try and ride like him all mate. He was fucking, yeah. That, he was ahead of his time and just so yeah. sick, dude. Like t- honestly, timeless writing. Like his part, you could watch. You could put it out today, and people people would be so stoked on it. Like yeah, oh, something yeah. special about him, man. Incredible. So, but yeah, um, but Tinez as well. Holy shit, Tinez. Tinez. Yeah. Oh, he was my brother's favorite as well. He just uh, hit forty, and still fucking going. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's still fucking unreal. That's what makes like. See, that's yeah. what kind of makes the fucking. It, it yeah it seems like it, it's fucking eight he looks so young still as well eh? yeah because i always went and turned 31 there it's like fucking hell like 20s just go like that don't they so yeah it's went it's went quick and i still feel like i'm like 18 but it's fucking went quick but um but yeah 40, i feel like you know. you're gonna have a hell of a decade like starting from now you know hope so yeah fucking would, would be nice to keep this going because it's all i know you know what i mean so, yeah <laughs> uh so when you talked about your day in the life, you talked about um, doing emails and shit. So what kind of, what, like, I'm curious what you are, you know, taking care of every day with, as far as emails go and like, what, what kind of shit are you doing? It depends what, what, I'm, what I've done or what I'm doing, but it, there's a lot of other stuff that I do. I go and do a lot of like, I don't know, going to like universities or shit. I get invited to because I ride for endurance stuff. So I go and do a bunch of stuff like that. Um, also, also a bunch of like i don't know interview stuff and i don't know i'm trying to think what else but like also after that video quite a lot of stuff usually happens after a video like that's dropped and i kid you not i've done like probably 50 interviews the other day in one day and we only wow. got like 30 seconds in between each one but um but yeah it's been fucking insane so after a video like that, there's a lot of stuff that comes of it but uh yeah apart from that it's just emailing figuring out what's next like i'm out and i'm racing out madeira I'm on my mountain bike next week and no yeah hi on the 15th that's when i fly to madeira and i'm racing on my mountain bike out there but 
yeah, just even this morning we were on calls trying to figure out what am I going to be wearing when, when I'm out there and shit like that. And just like, just, yeah, just a bunch of stuff. And I feel like I ride for so many brands now and it's like two sports. So there's always like, cause it's mountain bike professionally now as well and stuff. So there's always someday there asking something or something, but there's, there's never, there's never many. There's like two or three, but I just take my fucking time to. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't go to school as well. It takes me so long to type anything. So, <laughs> just or even, or even H E L L O. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it take a chill. Oh, that's awesome. And but dude, yeah. it's funny that you say that you did all the interviews because, like, when you started talking on this, I was like, he's fucking media trained, dude. Like, you, wow. you know what you're doing when you're talking. Uh, thanks, you, man, but, and yeah. you've talked about this hot air balloon 50 different times in one day which sounds insane yeah more than enough times to be honest it's, it's nice to do an interview that's, i know we've talked about it but it's actually fucking it's nice to do a different interview this time yeah just no no pressure um yeah that's i don't know that's the whole idea it's just fucking yeah, nobody cares <clears throat> nobody cares let's talk <clears throat> but i think people care about you a little bit uh mountain bike sponsors like who how did they come into play? Who are they? And what, yeah. what goes on with that? How different is that from, you know, being sponsored in BMX? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's fucking pretty similar to be honest. Like, and the thing is like, yeah, I feel like it's like, I don't know what I'd call it. I just, I just say I ride bikes, but I guess it's like free ride mountain bike. I just ride wherever the fuck I want to ride really. Yeah. But, um, and the only really, all they ask out of me is that I post a couple of things here and there, tag them. And then obviously, do my do my videos that I do, um, which will be like the Red Bull ones or whatever, and or a video or two videos a year for them or something like that. Uh, but it's cool. It's pretty similar to BMX, and that, that's what I'm passionate about is making these videos. It's what I fucking love doing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I ride my bike because I love it, and yeah, and I love doing the filming. So it's like it doesn't matter what bike I'm on or what I'm doing or where I'm going. It's fucking. It's just it kind of all just transfers over. But the sponsor sponsor wise, it's pretty similar. Eh? Just. Yeah, pretty similar. Just fucking stay know. in touch and plug our shit and like. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't you know look it up, but who's who are your mountain bike sponsors? Shout them out. Yeah, so the main ones are just specialized, and then Renfill as well. Renfill handlebars and that. Um, but yeah, been on specialized for a, a while now, and they're 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 fucking they're amazing. They're such a good brand to work with. Uh, have you gotten? To, have you talked with Christian Regal? Yeah, actually, me and him were talking about doing a video together. You guys but, uh, should, dude, because you guys uh, both come from BMX. Cool. It's fucking rad. You know, I'd like to fly it, fly it his way into there, because coming over, if he comes over here, probably ain't shit. But <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be riding all the six spots. So. Yeah, but now we talked about that. So yeah, That's maybe see that. Yeah. I, I, I just saw he got on Deity, which is like a brand yeah. that I was sweating. Because like when I first got into bikes, I, I was maybe 15 or 16, but I, I saw Rome, the DVD Rome. Have you seen that? It's an OG, OG mountain bike video, and I, I saw Cam McCall and uh, a whole, whole bunch of, I forget I forget one of the dudes' names. But anyway, Deity was a brand that I was like, this is so good, like their handlebars. And I was on a mountain bike before I switched to BMX and yeah. started that life. So to see yeah. Deity come back around and sponsor Christian, I'm like, what? This is so trippy, you know? It's, it's dope. Yeah, it's cool. And I can see why, like, even like Brad Sims and that as well, like everyone's yeah. getting I feel like those dids as well. I speak to Brad quite a bit and it's like, he's on the same. He just, he just fucking loves it. And it's like, I guarantee you, like I know a lot of people, I remember when I first started writing, there was a couple of comments saying like fucking sell out or like this, this, yeah. and this. but you do it because you love it. And it is honestly so much fun. If, if if you gave a bike to 
someday or like an e-bike or that they'd fucking love it they'd honestly absolutely love it and there's no denying it yeah so and that's what it's about you do it because you fucking love it and you have so much fun so that's why i fucking got into bmx and that's yeah. it. no rules in it either i just fucking do what i do so yeah it's amazing so what, what would be your advice to somebody who wants to i don't know get to chris kyle's level which i don't even know because it's just you don't plan on it like i don't think that you started at the skate park and you were like all right i'm gonna carve this life out for myself but shit just kept happening yeah just seemed to keep rolling but that's the thing like that's what what like sometimes you need to fucking pinch yourself yeah like it's fucking insane honestly like not saying that my life is perfect or anything like that it's just fucking i just love it and it but it's it's been to be honest it's been fucking it has been hard work it's not been easy you know i fucking left home and shit and but like I say, I loved every second of it and it's the sheer passion for it. You need to fucking want it and you need to just love something so much that it'll, it'll go and you just need to fucking trust it at will and keep at it. Don't, don't be, uh, don't be fucking beating yourself up or, or, or trying to get it because it won't happen like that. You yeah. need to just do it because you love it and for the passion and everything else will fall into place. Facts. But, uh, yeah, I just say fucking, yeah, just fucking have fun and do it. We're all made of the same fucking stuff, so... I came from a small town in the middle of nowhere and managed to travel the world and make, make a lifestyle like this. And if it wasn't for that bike, I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be talking to you now. Yeah. I wouldn't have went to Arizona. I wouldn't have done any of that. And but like, but yeah, there's fucking, honestly, like so thankful for that bike. And without that, I fucking, it, well, it shaped who I am. It created me as a fucking person. It's, my, it's who I am, you know? Yeah. And that's a good note to end on, you know? <laughs> Thanks for thanks for coming on, Chris. All right, mate. Good good talking to you again anyway as well. So. Yeah, for real. See you in All the right. future. Adios, my friends. Yeah. Okay, you've reached the end of the video. Thank you for watching. I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs>